What's up, guys? Back again with another episode of the DJ Amos Podcast. Got my boy Exposed Toxic yo, and Shaw Reds with me today. What's going on? How you guys doing? Feeling great, man. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. I love, I, love, I love doing these. these yeah, yeah. Glad to have you back. I had yeah. I tried before with Expos, but I messed up the recording, didn't turn on the mic, so we... It's all good. Everything happens for a reason. Exactly. Here we are again. <laughs> back for a second round. This time we got Shaw Reds with us. One oh, of yeah. um, Expos' good friends, and I also met him at the show where I met... Uh, Expos, he did some. He did a song with them at the end, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yep. One, two, three. Fuck yeah. Crowd favorite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was that one of the, the songs you guys did together on the Morris Collective album? Was no, actually, it's one of my songs. Oh, yeah, cool. I actually just um, I was watching a TikTok the one time of a songwriter. He was basically telling me like, um, hooks don't always have to be, you know a rhyming thing they just have to be something that's memorable and sometimes a good hook can be something that somebody's already familiar with mm -hmm. and then he used like the abcs as a an example so now i was like okay well like i know of a couple songs that do abcs and i know of a couple songs that count but what if i made one for my own discography where i count mm -hmm. and then so like originally obviously i just went up with one two three so now i was like i had one too many but i'm not done too long nights and it's just begun you know so oh, yeah. and then i freestyled it. and then um oddly enough by fate we had a studio so or they had a studio session planned and then i had known about it and i wasn't originally going but i was like yo i have this crazy hook i was yeah. like please let me slide give me like 10 minutes to record this bro and then if you guys want to hop on it you can and i went in there i laid it down did what i did and then i was like all right whatever you all want to do with it now is yours and then Mm -hmm. like he he could tell the rest of the story yeah. <laughs> and then so we went after he laid his hook down we literally i went in there first for my verse freestyled the whole verse on the spot word never even heard the song before he just said yo i have this idea for a song yeah so i knew that much pulled up laid it down his hook then i freestyled my verse and then Saif literally did the same exact thing, freestyled his verse. Yeah, That's it was hard. it was one of those things where it was like all the stars aligned that day, yeah. and like in that moment to be like, all right, yeah, this will be a song that will forever stick out in your discography and could possibly change our lives. Just it just hasn't happened yet, but the way that people react to that certain song, we do believe that like if we had the right marketing plan and we just decided to like you know stump down on that one song, it could really just change yeah. everything. Oh yeah, that's cool, man. I love hearing stories of how things come together and yeah. how they started and all that. Yeah. So, uh, what have you guys been up to recently as far as music goes? Well, recently I've been doing a song a days. I'm on like yeah. day 21, 22. Um, I'm coming up with a lot of good songs that I want to like finish. And then um, anybody who's watching this podcast is going to now learn because I haven't announced it yet. But some of those songs is going to end up on an album that I'm working oh, on right. that I'm going to drop next year. Okay. And I'm looking at to make it about a 12 to 16 song album. I don't have a time frame of when I'm going to drop it, but I do know it's just going to be some point next year. Uh -huh. And um, I do know it's going to be the best body of work that I put out. So I've been kind of just focusing and all my energy on that. Yeah. And then we have your show coming up uh, yeah. next weekend, Fuck I believe yeah. that is. Yeah, 16th, and, December 16th. Yep, that's pretty much what uh, Exposed oh, yeah. Toxic's been up to. That's sick. So with the one song a day, I've been seeing that. I love it. Is your goal to do that all year, every one song every day? This whole yeah, year? I just want to do it until one of them like fully takes off. Okay. And then when one of them like fully takes off, 
like when i say fully take off i mean like it gets like traction from like a couple thousand people like yeah. i'm not talking like a hundred likes like i want one to like hit a couple thousand likes and then that would be the one where i'm like okay this is so catchy this little snippet to where it could be a full song yeah, and then i'm sure. just gonna push it out of that and see what comes out of that and then once that hype dies down i'll probably still release the music but i'll also just throw that in there here and there it's song yeah. a day type of thing so are you doing like a verse and a chorus and then uh so i i kind of just it depends on what the beat is as of right now it just feels like it's mostly hooks because okay. hooks are so easy for me to yeah. just go on so and you come up with a part of the song basically exactly and honest to god i feel like some people that have seen them they don't fully understand that like that's my first time hearing the beat yeah that's literally my like i don't write to those yeah like that's just what i literally just turn my camera on hit record and my reactions that you see is genuine like that's really my reaction to it because yeah. like i'm like holy shit i really just dropped this like it was nothing don't even know what this beat sounds right. like but i came up with this catchy hook and yeah just seeing where i can build from that but and then you're gonna go back later and pick out some of your favorite ones exactly and yeah, finish I already them have, up. yep exactly okay. i already have some that i have like that i know are gonna be on the final project i'm not gonna announce what those are because i want them to be surprises but um i'm sure if you pay attention to all of them i'm sure like you could figure out which ones would yeah. probably be my favorite for sure that's exciting i'm excited yeah. to hear them but yeah speaking of the show we got the show december 17th coming up both these guys are going to be performing on the lineup make sure is it the 16th or 17th 16th 16th yeah okay all right or, yes sir yeah yeah i'm definitely i'm excited i got my whole set list already ready okay yeah i already know exactly yeah. every song i'm doing got both these guys on i'll be djing i have other rapper friends and artist friends who are going to be performing throughout the night so it's going to be a good time it's uh byob 21 plus so yeah be sure to show up for that yeah be there or be <laughs> square or, yeah. or like Ronnie on Saturday, I say be there yeah. or be circle. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Ronnie says. So, um, Chavez, what have you been up to with your music stuff? With recently? my music right now. So coming up, I have like a a certain date that I'm I'm happy about because it, I think it's it's mid December last year. I was dropping a song a week until July, and then I did about a song a month. But in that process of one song a month. I was dropping beats every single week up until this point. I still mm -hmm. got beats dropping every week, every Sunday for the rest of 2023. Oh, yeah. And then I got a stash of unreleased beats that I'm ready to let go for the rest of however long. Word. That plus, I just picked up a camera. So now I'm getting into the videography stuff. I shot some videos with my homie Exposed Toxic already with 07 Scythe. And then I got some solo stuff I'm working on. Mm -hmm. That mixed with me and my homie Scythe, we've been dropping singles, one in... October, we just dropped one last week called The Code, and then we have a new song dropping December 28th. Every 28th of every month for at least seven months straight, we're dropping a single between the two of us. Word. Yep. Stay on the lookout for that. Follow yeah. him for... They're cold, too. They're yeah, yeah. cold, bro. Yeah. They're yeah hard. Plug your Instagrams quick while we're at the beginning here. Well, we are. So I'm Shah Rez. So on, on Instagram, it's Shah Rez 96 Vision. I'll have it in the description, too. But yep. right. And you can find me on all platforms at Exposing, I-N-G, period, toxic, two Cs. Yep, stay stay up to date on what they've got going yeah. on. Yes, sir. Yeah, content coming out nonstop. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to talk about making beats a little bit, and since you brought yeah. that up, yeah. um, what? So you make beats some, and you make some beats too, right? Yeah, I make them here and there. Down. How long have you been into making beats? All right, so back in like 2017, I believe 2017, 18, I I got a laptop, got Fruity Loops, 
but I never took it serious back then. I was, yeah. you know, I never took it serious. And then something happened. My laptop broke. So that pretty much just confirmed the, the dead. Right. Mm-hmm. And then back and then like 2021 or two, I think 2022, I just got a laptop, a, a new laptop uh, towards the end of 2022, got free loops. And then in the beginning, I, I didn't take it serious as serious. But then a few months ago, towards the end of the summer, something just jump started. Honestly, conversations with Exposed Toxic. He he's always he's always motivating and uplifting us. Yeah, you feel yeah. me? always all the yeah, time. Yeah. So, I I got that just from him being yeah, on yeah, here last yeah. time. So yeah. one, it was like one of those conversations. It was one of those conversations. He said something, and it just sparked something in me. And then I started going crazy and yeah. making beats. And then I I was just I was like, all right, I'm dropping a free beat on my YouTube page every Sunday for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. And I'm I've been going for like three months now. I think that's sick. I saw the one you posted the other day that. The drill beat? That yeah, one's yeah. hard as fuck, dude. Yeah, I appreciate what, it. Yeah, yeah. What's, like, your process like when you make a beat? What do you start with? What's, like, what do you start with? And then how do you go about it? The melody most times. It's the okay. melody. And then and then I'll add the... I don't know if it's, like... I don't have a specific s- structure every single time. Yeah, yeah. But it's Just, the melody first. And then I would say hi-hats definitely help me to figure out the flow of like if it's placed right and then um i would add, add the drums and then from there i would just structure it you know just surgical stuff just detailing certain stuff certain beat drops yeah this 808 sounds a little different than this one stuff like that oh yeah yeah it's sick i'm interested because i got into beat making myself recently so i always like to just see learn about other people's process and yeah how, was, how they're doing i was listening to your beat pack you sent us too uh there's some joints in there i want to there, make music there's too. some good ones on there and there's probably some a lot of bad ones because it's like i'd I was feeling, it depends on the day, like that day I was feeling myself when I was putting that pack together. So I put more in than I would probably, but some days I'm like, ah, oh, these are all shit. So I just leave them <laughs> on, you know how it is. Yeah. So, but yeah, so it's, that was a lot of stuff from way back. But mm-hmm. I think finally I'm like the stuff I'm working on now, like I take my time with a little bit more now. I just kind of start a project and like make a whole project instead of just trying to come up with a loop quick. That sounds good. Yeah. Just like build a whole like song up from the ground. Mm-hmm. So it's been fun. Yeah. I love doing that. Um, you do some beat making too as well, right? Yes. I dabble around with beats. Has um, that been something you did before you got into music or rapping or after you got into rapping? Oh, um, I feel like it both, ha- it both kind of happened at the same time. I did start making beats though, before I decided to actually start recording myself. Mm-hmm. But I think when I came up with the idea of like, Hey, I want to do this as a living. Um, I kind of just had this idea of like, Oh, I'm not good enough to record myself. So I was just like, I'm going to make beats. Yeah, and yeah. that was uh late 2016. Now, mind you, I started singing and recording myself when I was, in 2012 i was a freshman in high school but i was recording myself off of a camera no like doll no nothing and i was just singing covers of my favorite songs and then uploading them to youtube so when i started deciding to do my own music it was late 2016 i was teaching myself how to teach it uh play the piano mm-hmm. and once i started to learn how to play the piano pretty frequently um i already knew how to play the drums and the guitar so i was like okay well I pretty much have everything there is to make a beat. Yeah. So then I went out to Best Buy and I bought an iPad because that's all I could afford at that time. And I, I was, I'm a very like persistent person. I cannot wait. Like I need it when I want yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I went out to Best Buy, bought the latest up to date iPad at that time. Still have it to this day. What year was that? 2017. Okay. 2017. So they probably had some pretty decent iPads. Yeah. Then. I think it was like an iPad pro one like yeah. the first pro yeah 
And I bought that. And then that same day I went on Amazon, ordered a MIDI for a hundred dollars, still have that. And, um, when both of them came in, I found a way to hook them both up, like rig it to make it happen. And, um, yeah. And then I sat outside in this cold room where nobody could hear me. There was like no heat in the room. And I was just like, okay, I'm gonna lock. And I would lock myself in that room for like four hours. Like I would have a blanket wrapped around me and I'd be like, just locked in. And I would learn how to make these beats on GarageBand on my iPad. Hell yeah! And then I would try to rap on them. And then I was like, these beats are trash. <laughs> Cause yeah. they were, they were, but you always start trash no matter what you're doing in life. Yeah. Like anything that you're trying to, pers- like you're trying to create your living out of, you're always going to start off awful. Absolutely. So. But, um, yeah. And then once I got more comfortable with recording myself, which was in 2018, I got more familiar of what beats I wanted to hear. So then making beats became a lot easier to me because I was listening to beats on a daily. Yeah. So, um, now I feel like I could throw a beat together in like 30 seconds. So that's a question because I'm I don't I'm not a rapper per se, so I don't listen to just beats. I just listen to full music. Do you think it helps you make better beats but because you listen to just beats so often instead of like full songs? 100%. Because that's something my other rapper friend, Psycho Billy, mentioned to me one time that I should just like go and listen to beats. Yeah, 100%. Yep, because, um, well... If it hasn't happened to you already, there will be a point of time where like you'll listen to your favorite rap songs that you listened to and like years ago or whatever. And you won't even be paying attention to what they're saying. You'll yeah. be like, you'll be paying attention to like the drum pattern, the high hat pattern. How, and, that's and, how I listen to music anyway. Exactly. I, yeah. I listen to the music more than the lyrics anyway, but especially since I do make beats now, that's all I listen to. Yeah. Yep. And then but, you start to like pick up like, okay, like at this break where the chorus comes in, the artist brings their, their um, vocal level higher. So, okay, well, what can change in the beats and make them feel comfortable with bringing their vocals higher? And then what switches in the beat, maybe a hi-hat cuts out and there's no hi-hat in the second half of the chorus. And that's what allows the artist to bring their vocals lower. Mm. And like you, you start to break it down and everything, which I, I, I didn't learn that until honestly, when I went to college and like my professor that I had made me listen to music like that and yeah. changed it forever. Yeah. Yeah, I I remember when I first got into learning music, it was because my brother was uh he was playing guitar and singing, so he the first thing he taught me about music in general, I wanted to learn the drums first mm-hmm. was one, two, three, four, how to count. So like I was probably twenty years old then. Before that I didn't even know that much about music where it was like yeah. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. The drum. I remember that. The snare (laughs) on the drum. So when I first started with, when I first heard that, whenever I would hear music, I would be like, all right, can I hear the the one, two, three, four? Can I count along? And then can I hear the one? Can I see where the one comes in? So it all started then. And I just keep learning more and trying to dissect it. Yeah. But I think um, if you listen to just the beat, I guess, without the whole. Cause like if you listen to a whole song, you hear the whole thing, and then you don't realize yeah. what, what part. Cause like for me, when I'm making beats, sometimes I'm like, oh, this is too boring. But I got I forget there's no words in it, so it's yeah. like it's hard to say what it's going to be like until like the whole things comes yeah, together. For sure, because uh, sometimes an artist they they know what they like, and if they already have like a melody and a beat that they like, like a pattern, like a drum pattern. Because yeah. a lot of times I'll like a melody, drum pattern comes in, and I'm like, yeah, drum pattern's not me, mm-hmm. and then I'll just be like, unfortunately, I have to just go to the next beat because sure. this isn't the drum pattern I'm looking for. But um, you know, 
sometimes when I feel like there's something missing in like a bridge or something, I'll just vocalize and make make my own instrument with my voice. Whether it's like okay. a whether it's like a or whatever, you know, like just try to fill in what I feel like is missing. And you know, since I have like that that knowledge of like how to make beats, I could always just throw my own thing in if yeah, I needed to. But absolutely, hell yeah! So you make some of your beats for your songs now that you're putting out right yeah here and there sometimes yeah. uh sometimes i just get lazy and i'm just like i'm gonna go see what youtube has to offer sure. me because like the way i work is just like so often i'm just not trying to burn myself out with like putting too Absolutely. much on my plate yeah have you uh recorded on any of your own beats on the songs you put out yet no not in the songs i put out yeah. i'm stacking up on a lot of beats like that yeah because ones have... that you like for yourself yeah, yeah. That, exactly yeah how do you go about that when you're making a beat do you decide if you're making it for yourself or do you just like make it see what happens well i decide first it's I, any song i make or any beat i make is automatically for me first okay so you and then i think okay as if you're talking about beats specifically i think okay maybe there's people i hear that could be on this yeah. uh specific people that i may know about but then it, it's kind of it's kind of hard to go down that that rabbit hole because most artists don't actually take their stuff serious. Yeah. So I don't want to give my beats away to someone who's not going to take their career serious. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So um and then so then honestly on top of that I'm just like all right something that can help me to build myself and build my like um brand up I just, I just start putting the beats out for free. Yeah. Like even some of those beats. Or even a lot of them, I still want to go back and make songs for those. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But if it's free, it's you still own them so you can do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to try a slightly new type of segment where I just ask you like kind of personal questions, but only requires like a one word answer. It's just a fun way to get to know people a little bit. So you only want us to answer with one word? You can answer with more words, but it's like simple questions where it's a one word answer, but you can like expand upon it and, you know, okay, okay. build a conversation from it, whatever. But Got it. so first one, uh, do you have a favorite artist? My favorite artist is myself, honestly. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Like oh man. My favorite artist is myself too, yeah. but I have a, I have a close tie. Yeah. It's is definitely Drake. Drake. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What about you? If it wasn't myself, Lil Wayne is my Lil favorite Wayne, artist. Word. Yeah. All right. Uh, favorite place you've traveled to outside of PA. Ooh. Uh, you go first. Well, it's been a really long time, but Puerto Rico was Puerto one of Rico. my, yeah, I've had some of my uh, best memories as a child, my childhood uh, in Puerto Rico. Nice. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What'd you do there? I went there to look at places to live when I was oh, okay. right out of college, okay. but um, my lady, that she didn't really care for it too much. So like, as me respecting her wishes, I just was like, hey, you can, this is the places I will live. Yeah. You can pick out of those, and and we picked Nashville, so I love Nashville just okay. as much as Atlanta. <laughs> so you did live in Nashville, or you, no, no, you I've always lived in York, Pennsylvania, but like I've 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 been looking to like move gotcha, to gotcha. Um, another city where I can yeah, expand. Yeah. yeah, cool. Um, speaking of that, leads into the next one. Uh, if you could live anywhere in the U.S., where do you want to live? Oh, Calabasas, Calabasas, California. Yep, I will. I will have a house in Calabasas, overlooking the city of Los okay. Angeles. Yeah, what about you? Sitting in the U.S. Uh, or wherever you want to live, I guess. Well, Just wherever you would want to live. Well, I would say live. something that's as um, warm weather, warm enough weather climate, so yeah. that the fresh, fresh fruits. So like some like. I love the Caribbean islands because the water down there is really pure. Mm -hmm. Not saying I would want to live there. I have to go there and see what's up. Yeah, yeah. I would love to keep a home base in York where I'm from because yeah. that's where I have family. Yeah. So I would always want like, you know, like a root home base there. Yeah. But I would say somewhere down south 
down south where the climate is is cool so the fresh fruits for sure it's all season yeah, round yeah, stuff fresh like that fruits, you feel me? warm weather i love that yeah yeah yeah. so you're from born and raised in new york too i was born and raised in new york and yes. you and me too all three of us actually awesome. yeah um all right dream car oh um it's a viper srt okay 2008 all right i respect it rolls royce rolls royce yeah oh yeah I used to be, uh, I used to really like Vipers when I was young because we, for some reason, us brother, I have a bunch of brothers and we always would fight on like our favorite things. So we each had a car brand we'd have to fight on. So mine was Dodge. So <laughs> when I, when it got to sports cars, Dodge Viper automatically became my yep. favorite. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, all right. Who's one person that's still alive today that you'd want to have dinner with? Like if you could pick one person to have dinner with, but he has to still be alive. Like you, you mean like a celebrity or artist? Just anybody in the world that you'd want to like sit down and talk. Just basically sit down and talk to. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about anybody, technically, honestly, I'd probably choose my great grandmother. Yeah, for real. Yeah, because I was young when she was around, and now that I'm an adult, I don't know. You know what I mean? I would love to know for sure because she's like the top of the food chain with the family. Yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah. as far as the family, she's I got know so of. much information. So I would just it would be interesting absolutely. To, you know, get to know about more about the family. Through yeah. Her. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. no doubt. I have three that tie. Okay, that's and fine. And the three are Rick Rubin. Okay, I respect that. Elton John and Dr. Dre. Fuck yeah. Yep, I want to talk list. business. I want to dive into the mind mm-hmm. of of a, a musical goat. Like all all three of them. I want to I want to lock in and I want to find out how did you become the icon that you are. Yeah. I'm sorry. Your question was someone who's still alive. Yeah, yeah. My grandma, grandmother's. Oh my bad. Yeah, no, yeah. that's my fault. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said something else, but okay. So if it was someone who's still alive, someone who I would have a dinner with. Yeah. Hmm. I would say okay. You know what? I would say my grandmother on my father's side. Okay. My great grandmother who was on my mother's side who's passed away. Gotcha. I I'd be dope to you know. Yeah. But on my father's side, my grandmother, his mother, who is in Puerto Rico. Okay. I think it'd be dope to go and. If you ever get the chance, you should just like sit down and record a podcast with her, even if it's just for yourself. Just like so, just so you have that conversation for yeah. yourself, because yeah. that's yeah, that's something like I feel like we don't do as young people now. Talk to our grandparents and like yeah. find out about the history of our family and the yeah. history of everything. Mm-hmm. It's all important information. Uh, all right, let's do that. Uh, I don't know if you guys are into video games, but what's your favorite video game? Oh. You are, yeah, okay. I'm not, so okay. I know most people are yeah. my age. So that's a good question to ask. But my favorite video game, like right now or all the time? Uh, right now. Well, right yeah. now, it's it's gonna be Call of Duty because that's all I've been playing. Yeah. <laughs> well, my favorite video game now at the moment is the newest Call of Duty, but my favorite video game all time is the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. That's my favorite all time video game, ba- mainly because it um playing with friends yeah it was like a really social thing gotcha. you know what i'm saying that's why it was my super favorite all-time for game. sure yeah. yeah my all-time favorite game is resident evil 4 i i used to pop the i used to take the memory card out of my gamecube go home from school as like eight years old see how far i could get and not be able to save it because the memory card wasn't in and then come back the next day start all over and see if i could get further yeah <laughs> i got so obsessed that's with that cool. game wow <laughs> um so is that is uh video games is that your favorite like pastime if you're if you need downtime for yourself? Um uh, for me, I don't know if it's like a 
to pass time for me is kind of a way if I'm playing with friends, which most of the time nowadays, everybody who plays video games is playing with somebody. For me, it's like a dis, a distressor. Right. Like, it's that's, a way that's... for me to like, just be like, okay, I'm not, not worried about my music. I'm not yeah. worried about numbers. I'm not worried about life stresses i'm just i'm in this world with these people we're having a good time we're laughing we're we're messing around this is what we're doing right now yeah and it's important to always have something like that because you can't always have your mind on your work and your music you got to take it off at some point exactly is that video games for you too so yeah so yes because something that i've definitely gotten to the mindset of is Focusing on the things that I love in life, yeah, and then capitalizing off of those things for sure. You know what I'm saying? And besides music, video games would probably be the next thing I would do. That if I if I had to pursue some type of career, yeah, it would be in being some or, type of video game streamer or something like that. Yeah, for sure. Besides, like videography, that's kind of into the music, but it all kind of mixed together in, in mm-hmm. some type of way. Because when I was younger, well, when I was like middle school, high school, one of my dreams was to be a Call of Duty trick shot or like streamer oh nice like, you know what i'm saying because i was i used to watch all the all that stuff when i was younger so and still to this day i would love to be able to do that I did was, you ever get into streaming at all no i never have but like i but within me i feel like i still would love oh, to yeah. do that right now is a great time it's you know like saying? streaming is like the most popular new thing right now or it's not new but I know it's the most popular right now yeah, absolutely. out of all the things yeah yeah um all right two more favorite color Oh, mine changes all the time. Yeah. So I'm going to have to think about that one. <laughs> Favorite color is blue. Blue heart. Man, you ain't giving me much time to think. I'm going to go with, right now, I'm going to say black. I wear black. a lot of black. It's good, good Actually, oh, it's black or brown. I've been wearing a lot of black or brown. It's been changing. When I was a kid, it was blue. And then, you know, went to yellow when I was in high school. And then, you know, went to green for a little bit. But yeah. right now, I'm on my black and brown kick. Bird. Mine was blue when I was little. I don't know if, I never... I don't know if I ever really picked it. I just always said blue because I needed a color. Yeah. And I thought that was a good one. But now that I'm older, I realize it's more like like purple like this kind of. Yeah. It's so funny because like, I like, I don't want to sound this way, but like I've been told that I'm a pretty like nice person, genuine person. But it's like funny because other people that like know me like deeply, which I'm still am a good person, but they're just like, yeah, you know, I'm black is your favorite color because like i feel like your soul was black because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like i can be like i can be like a very genuine person but then i can also be a straightforward person sure. and sometimes people find that like they they can't handle me being able to tell them what it is yeah and i feel like that's why people are just like yeah your soul is black that's funny <laughs> <laughs> um last one on this list favorite shoe Oh, my favorite shoe is, uh, I actually own them and I was going to wear them today, but I didn't. The Bordo 7s. Michael Jordan's. Word. What about you? I don't necessarily have a favorite shoe, but my favorite shoe brand I'm wearing, the brand is Diodora's. Okay. I love this shoe brand. It's a cool shoe. Yeah. Where do you find them at? Well, I forget exactly where I bought these at. Somewhere. Or how did you come across the brand? I came across them just at the store, shopping for shoes. Maybe like two, three years ago or something like that. I was just shopping for shoes. And I like to get stuff that is not the wave yeah. super popular mainstream yeah, same. but still in price range you know of my budget and then also still comfortable physically yeah and and also um looks wise like fashion wise yeah. and this checks off all those boxes honestly yeah. you know what i'm saying and then i just ended up getting like six seven pairs over the last two years and i just love that brand That's right now it's my favorite brand of shoe yeah i don't even i don't even wear like branches that much i just go to like ross or dsw and go on there 
like clearance rack and I, mm-hmm. they have so many random shoes there. I just pick out ones that like fit my personality and are comfortable, like you're saying. Um, so that's how I do it too. Cause it's so expensive to buy the <laughs> nice shoes yeah, all the time, but for sure one day, but yeah. Uh, so let's get into some more topics here. Um, do you guys read books at all? I remember last time you yeah. noticed my books there. I was going to ask what's like a book you've, are reading or a favorite book you've read recently? Uh, favorite book I read recently would be um, Art of War is something I keep in, on my laptop bag. That's like a book. I have like a, almost 200 books, but that's like the one book that I keep like tucked in my, like Word. if I'm mobile. And then, but I'll tell you what, I was going to answer that. The books, you asking him about the video game pastime things. Yeah. Video games, but books is the same thing uh-huh. for me too. I, I, Books changed my life. Yeah. Like reading books really literally changed my life because Facts. It, it changed my mindset back when I was like 18 or so. Like it was like right when I graduated high school, I got into books. And then like gradually each year, I would read more and more and more. And then I would just become, I think, a better person in general. Like, you know, smarter, less ignorance, you know what I'm saying? More wisdom, yep. you know what I'm saying? Carry myself better, you know what I'm saying? Better, you know what I'm saying? Have better perspectives. For sure. So like books, like they, they did that. Books know? are like, the best way to download information fast because there's yeah. years and years of people's information written down in books and all you got to do is read it and you can yeah. learn that shit. So it's, it's an amazing thing. Yeah. And one of my favorite books, like top favorite books of all time is Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, The Four Agreements, The Secret, 48 Laws of Power, and The Art of War. I have a few of those. I don't, I didn't read all of them yet, but I have a bunch of books out there that I haven't read yet too. Yeah, so pretty close to my top five too. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm pretty close. <laughs> What's one you've recently that you've liked or are uh, reading recently now? I am on like the last, um, you know, I guess I want to, I guess you could say is the chapter, but, um, right now I'm reading the seven spiritual laws of success. I'm okay. on the last law. I don't think I've chapter. read that one yet. I should check that. And, um, that, that book, that book is like enough motivation to just do anything. Okay. Um, so that's what I'm reading right now. I'll definitely throw that in my top five. My f- number one all time favorite book is um, It's All in Your Head by Russ. Um, it's basically Russ, the artist Russ. He is writing his story of how he became successful and what he did. And honestly, I feel like it is my favorite book because I feel like I wrote it. Dude, that's because sick. it's like. I obviously I like I know my own mindset, but I'm not able to speak to myself the way that somebody else is speaking to myself. And like how you guys said earlier, like me saying these motivational things and like things that I actually mean, like it motivates you guys to like actually go and do stuff. And like I feel like when I read that book, it's a way for me to speak to myself because I feel like I wrote the book and um I hope that one day, you know, I get to meet Russ and we can sit down and actually do something like this because I feel like it would be one of the most biggest podcasts yeah. in the world because it'll it would happen. be like, it'll be like a uh, step by step of how to succeed. And uh, every time I find myself in a rut, I pick that book up and I'll read it in one go. And I That's think I it. finished that whole book in one hour before and I was sitting at my job reading it. <laughs> I need and, that. I need that book because my favorite books is that thing. Exactly. Yep. Artists telling their story of yep. their life. Check it out, dude. It's called, yeah. uh, it's all in your head and it, the, the, it's a yellow book and it, the logo on it is a human head and it has like gears inside yeah, of it yeah, and uh, books change. So that's my number one. Number two, I'm going to do a four agreements. Number three, I'm going to do uh 48 laws of power and 
then number four, I will put the seven spiritual laws of success. And then number five, I will put steal like an artist. Sick. Yep. This is check out steal like an artist too. If you haven't checked that one out too, that one basically goes into saying like, it's okay to steal ideas from other, from other artists and other creators and create and making it your own because mm-hmm. no idea is original. Yeah. Everything is recycled in some way. Exactly. And, whether and, it comes down to the, one shot sound you're using it's yep. used somewhere else or a loop or something yes. yeah it's pretty crazy this is my one that i've been reading recently have you guys read that one i have not but shot Rez has told me to read it Dude, over and yeah. over again i just <laughs> i i had it was recommended by a friend earlier this year and i just started reading it but it's a fucking already i'm like one chapter in and it's mind-blowing yeah, yeah, yeah. i always say like i feel like this world is so like the, the world that we live in right now with like the media and you know all the stuff that's going on in the world i truly am a believer that if everybody would just shut the tv off put your phones down and just the amount of time that you spend on your phone pick that up and read a book yeah even and i'm not just, talking like a non-fiction book pick up or not a fictional book pick up an actual like education as an occasional yeah. book build your intelligence yeah and I'm telling you, bro, this world, this world would change in yeah. a matter of months. If everybody just did that for, for two, three hours every day, this world would become such a better place. Just like uh, your physical body needs exercise, your brain does too. Exactly. And going on your phone is like laying on the couch or eating junk food. It's not yep. to get your brain physically activated. You need to read. You need to even video games helps with that. But yeah. there's different exercises and readings an important one. If you never read, your brain's going to lose that part of its muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, this that book. So you've read it too? Yeah, well, not the whole thing. About uh, I would say like a, a few. I've read like four or five chapters. Yeah. My homie Safe got that for me as a okay. gift, and I read about four or five chapters out of that book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've just gotten into it, but it's just amazing. Just to, a great reminder, and a lot of things I never. For me, anxiety has been like a big thing my whole life. If I look back at my life, I never realized as much until now that I'm becoming more aware of myself and things. But I. I've lived in constant fear of the past or the future. Mm-hmm. And when I just like realize how beautiful, like right now is it's, it's an amazing life changing yeah. thing to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, I, I, I relate to that. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure that out too. So Dude, you, you're not it, alone. Bro. It's always a, it's yeah. always a, every day yeah. it's a fucking. There's something I learned, like being mindful and, you know, mindfulness, like being in the moment, like the power of now is what that book is. I feel like um, to get rid of that, a good bit of that fear and stuff is to have confidence. But I feel like in yeah. order to have that confidence, you have to put the work in. Yeah. So like, it's kind of like a, it's, it seems kind of ironic because to put the work in, you are running towards those fears. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. I, that's one thing for me. The confidence thing is that is something I need to build up. And also I'm realizing that it's like, you do the work to show yourself that you can do it, but also like you got to know who you are and be confident in that first because at the end of the day the work you do doesn't make you the person like that physical outside work you do doesn't change who you are at the core that that person is still just as good or bad whether you do a bunch of things or not so like if you can be confident without having that body of work to prove it to other people it's these are just thoughts I'm thinking to myself. No, bro, you're every 100%. every day I'm trying to figure it out, but it's like, like you you do things to build up your confidence to sh- prove to yourself. I guess that's one thing. Then for me, my problem is 
I do the things for other people instead of for myself. So like I do something to get approval by other people so that I feel good about myself. But what I'm trying to, what I'm understanding now is like, I need to feel good about myself first, regardless of what other people think about me and then do me. And then if other people like it, good. If not, I don't know. Nah, bro, you're 100. percent But yeah, I I think a lot, and I agree 100 percent with always, everything you said. Always just trying to figure it out, and uh, yeah, trying yeah. to get better. <laughs> yeah, and the problem with that, bro, is that like you naturally you are your own worst critic. So like, yeah. what you what you think of yourself is how you think other people betray you. Exactly. <laughs> but in retrospective, it's not actually how people exactly. betray you. Like I've had a lot of people say like, Oh, your music is amazing. You're like, I'm, you're my new favorite artist. You're so genuine and this and that. And, and yes, I think those things of me to an extent, but I just don't see it at the extent that you right. guys see it. at. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, like, I get that. 100%. Like I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, no, nah, I could have did this better. Yep. Could have hit this note better. This song is yep. a little played out. No, this song I could have hit lyrically better. Like maybe my performance, like, like people always say, Oh, your performance is so amazing. And when I'm up there, I feel like I'm just walking back and forth. Yeah. And like, how, how, how would I want to see an artist just, just walking back and forth? It's cause like, I don't know what to do up there because all I know is music. I didn't train myself to do any dance moves or like, yeah. or like jump around on stage. And it's just, it, it breaks me down. And I'm just like, I'm like, you know what? I just got to go out there and act like I belong here. Yeah. Cause that, that's the mindset that I built for myself. I'm just yeah. like, if I want to be here, I need to act like I'm already here. Yeah. That thing he said about you decide what other people perceive, how perceived, yeah. dude, that's so strong in me. Like I realize I always, I just decide that other people hate me when it's not true at all. And then that's true in my mind. So that's, I go about yeah. my life that way, which is such a crazy thing, but it's just cool to be able to realize those things and work on them. Yeah. But that, that's, a, that's a good first step because there's, there's people in their seventies that still exactly, haven't even yeah. seen it, bro. So that, you're on the right track. That's why I'm so grateful just to, be open minded and be able to yep. like receive information like and that. And that just goes to show you books, books, exactly. <laughs> books, books, great information. Books. <laughs> books. All right. Moving on here. Um, name some of your biggest musical, like musical influences that you listen to. And I guess the but people that have impacted the way you make music the most. Wow. For me, first up when I was a young and it was Lil Wayne and Eminem were the mm -hmm. two biggest ones. And then moving forward it was into like middle school, high school, it was G Herbo, Drake, Kendrick, J. Cole, Logic, Nicki Minaj, Meek Mill, Wiz Khalifa. And then moving forward after that, it was um, my homies at the time. It was two of my homies. And then it was two of my homies at the time of like 2016 into like 2020. Uh, it was Trey Quan and Lil 90 at the time. Two of my homies that were big influences with music, mm -hmm. you know, I learned from them. And then from 2020 to present days, Exposed Toxic and 07 Scythe, oh, yeah. two huge influences. Just, just whether it be listening to their music, watching the moves they make, conversations we have, you know, things like that. Like yeah. learning, because like one thing that I'm I'm getting into a lot now, which we you'll, you'll see at the show, is I love alternative music. I love right. making alternative music, and he's one of the biggest reasons why I'm doing that. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's one of the biggest reasons why I'm doing that. Sick. What about you? Who are your musical influences? When I was a kid, it was uh, Travis Barker, Kurt Cobain, Chris Brown. When I got into middle school, it became um, 
Justin Bieber, Drake, Lil Wayne, and Eminem. And then as I get older, um, it became Juice World, X, Peep. Still taking all those other people I named in the past mm-hmm. and um, just building on to it. And then as of current day, it's just the bros. Shao okay. Rez and 07 Scythe. And it's the same thing that he said. Like, I just I just watch how they're able to, like, come up with these verses. And they watch how I'm able to come up with hooks. So, like, naturally, we take that combined. And you're creating a whole song off scratch. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yo, there's another artist. I'm not yeah. sure if I mentioned his name. Russ. He was saying his book. Yeah, yeah. Russ is another major influence on me. He opened my mind up to how the like industry, how the music game yeah. looks and how like the ins and outs of that yeah. of the music business. Yeah, I love how he's so open with that. He just shares it. He does yeah. it and then he tells you exactly how he does it. And yeah. anybody can do it if they just put in the work and yeah. It's just that simple, yeah. Um uh what about a non musical influence, like somebody who's influenced your life in a heavy way, not through music? whether it's a famous person or just an uh, adult figure in your life or someone? Um, let's see. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, creatively and just, like like I said, with the video games, like watching like FaZe Clan and mm-hmm. Optic Gaming growing mm-hmm. up, that influenced me to want to create the video game side. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as music, someone outside of music. I mean, just, just not even influence your life musically, just someone who you feel made your life better by either watching them or being in your life and just kind of separate from music in a way because like life like you can be influenced to for me i am influenced by musicians but also just by people who want to be better at life i guess well i was besides books i would say i think there's like key conversations with personal people in my life yeah key things that have been said over the year like for example like uh my nana have always told me like make sure you get a job that's that you love and don't do it just for the money yeah you know what i'm saying then like a thing my dad says like make sure you think logically don't put your emotions into it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and then like um one thing my my aunt told me before she was like good looks can only take you so far like you need intelligence as well yeah you know what i'm saying so like little things like that have been said to me a long time ago but have been stuck 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 with with you yeah it's funny how it's like you always remember that one line from long ago it's like that needed to be said it's lodged in there forever yeah yeah anybody come to mind for you yeah one person comes to mind it's it's a little different though it's gonna be hard to explain but i'm gonna say my grandfather from florida uh he's probably gonna watch this um I feel like as a kid, he just always pushed me to do the things that I thought I would give up on. Mm-hmm. Like, um, if I did karate or if I did like just chores around the house, like I grew up in like a home where like it was okay to just give up and you know, whatnot. And so I was just always was giving up on things that I, I thought I wanted to do at a time, went through a phase and I would just give up. But he was just like, like I remember, because he, he was a he was a black, but he's like a triple black belt in karate, and like he'd done it his whole life. He was a teacher and whatnot. So I remember, like in Florida, because that's where he lives, I would be out in a hundred degree weather. We'd be running, and he would be like teaching me these karate moves in a hot garage. I was only like seven. I'd be like, I want to stop. I want to stop. And he'd be like, No, you ain't stopping. Like, you, what are you a quitter? You gonna quit at everything in life? And and like as a kid uh, it would just make me cry but like as i grew older i was like i was like nah and that's what created the drive that i have and then um not related to him but like honestly another person is just myself 
because yeah. I, the way I watched myself grow up, I grew up in that environment where it was like, you're going to go to job, you're going to get a job, a job that you don't enjoy. You're going to work for a retirement. And when you're 65, that's when you're going to enjoy life. Yeah. And all my friends around me lived in suburban homes, big homes. And I was living in a city home with the oven on for heat because, you know, electric wasn't paid or whatnot months without it. And I just remember the first time I went to my friend's house who lived in a suburban, nice big home. I was just like, I was in sixth grade. So I was probably about 10. I was like, this is the life I'm going to have. And I just took that drive that my grandfather taught me and I developed it into the drive that I have now. And a lot of my friends tell me that there's not, there's not many people that have the drive that I have. Cause like, I don't like making excuses for myself. Of course I have my off days, but like, as soon as I had that off day and like Charez could tell you and anybody else that knows me, like on a deep level, as soon as that off day is done, it's straight back to it. Like I, it's like, it's almost like that day never existed. Mm -hmm. So for sure. You know, another I wanted to shout out my mom too. I didn't yeah. include her in that was well something that she always made sure I realized was like the people I kept around, my friends and associates. They always make up a huge part of who you are. Mm -hmm. And then that to tie in, what was your original question about who influenced you? Yeah, just an, uh, like a non musical influence in your okay, life. Okay, well, as far as work ethic, this guy right here. Hell yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. He always finds a way to figure out what it is like yeah. you could give him like you could just give him an empty room and if you told him if he said you i want to make music he'll you come back like however long later there's a whole studio in that joint yeah with knowing how everything connected knowing what to do and all that like it, yeah. he figured out a way you know what i'm saying he yeah. figures out exactly the details step by step and i'm talking literally like he's had He's done sent us papers of like, yo, here's a step-by-step -step process on how to do this whole thing right here. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I'm going to shout out my mom too because, you know, my mom, like, um, my parents weren't like the best of parents, but they always made things work where they could work. So I, as an adult, I will give credit where credit is due. Yeah. They gave me a life better than what they had um, despite their differences that they had. But um, one thing that my mom had always taught me was, was she was like, do anything you want to do in life. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do it and don't let anybody make you feel like you're dumb for for wanting to do it. And I just remember I was 13. I wanted a tattoo. Glad I didn't do it at the time. <laughs> but she was like, she was like, if you come to me and you give me a whole thesis on why you think you should have this tattoo, I'll give you the tattoo. She's like, I'll buy you the tattoo. She's like, if you want to dye your hair green, purple, whatever, I'll dye your hair. Just know that that's what you're going to go to school and you're going to look like. So you're going to deal with the consequences. Right. It's your decision. Yeah. You're and gonna... she was like, if you want to get a piercing at 13 on your face, then and I'll do it. But just understand that everything that you decide, you're going to deal with the consequences of it. And you're going to have to, you know, figure it out, figure it out for yourself. And um, so that was like a big part of me, like learning who I was as a person, dressing the way I want to dress, talking about my like my traumas and things that I talk about in music and learning as I get older that these people relate to it. And that's why people resonate with my art and what I create. So yeah. those are those are three technically because i named myself those mm -hmm. are my three influences Word. that aren't music yeah. yeah someone else i definitely have to name would be my girl uh something that she's helping me teach a lot just being in a relationship in general is emotional intelligence you know what i'm saying and and something that she tells me that sticks with me is she says if you wanted to do it you would do it mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? that's very true yeah yeah um speaking of girls you guys are both in relationships right correct um do you think as a person coming up in music, do you think that's the best way to do it? Have a girlfriend? Re rephrase what you're like, saying. So like, as a, so I guess as a person pursuing your career, mm -hmm. you're still, you're grinding. Do you think 
it's better to do it with someone like with a girlfriend oh hold on, i'll go first yeah, yeah. i think that it could go both ways um it depends on what type of person you are it depends on what you're doing it for if yeah. you're doing it for fame and clout and money then no if you're doing it because you generally want to make it your career, then I think it'll be fine because you understand that as you get older and you mature and you have all these assets that you created for yourself, that you know that this person knows what it's like when you had nothing. Yeah, so you know that sure. you can trust them with all that stuff and they wouldn't try to, you know, kill you in your sleep for, you yeah. know, your, your, your belongings. But, um, for me, like that she has also helped me just become the artist that I have become because, yeah. you know, I've got more comfortable. Like I remember when I first started, she was like, why are you making songs that are like what everybody else is making? Why are you not talking about what you went through and yeah. stuff like that? So I think it all depends on the right person and the type of person you are. And that depend that will go with, you know, is it the right choice for you in your journey? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So can you say your question again? Um, do you, so I guess I'm asking for advice for myself. Do you think okay. it's wise to have a girlfriend in the coming up stages of your career? Like, well, like right now where we're working the hardest, making shit happen. Yeah. Well, I feel like the way you ask that kind of implies it's like, are you going to choose to cut her off? Or no, not? no, not that. I mean, no, I'm not saying I'm not, <laughs> yeah. it's not my fault. Let me go ahead though. What I'm like, so I would take it as like, it is what it is. If you are already in the relationship, you know what I'm saying? But there's a, people who are real enough to say, you know what, they are going to do that cutoff if they need to, if it yeah. feels like it. But here's the thing. At, at the beginning of my relationship with my girl, she wasn't as confident or didn't have as much belief in my music. But here's the reason why. It's because I didn't have that confidence and belief right. in my music. Yeah. So when I started putting in the work more and started gaining my own belief, that's when she started feeling that belief more. Right. And it's yeah. grow, it grows and grows more and more. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now, obviously, it's going to depend specifically on who the person I think is what he was yeah. saying. Yeah. But, like, for me personally, I think it's a beautiful relationship, uh, specifically with the music, having a, having a girlfriend. Yeah. You feel me? Because I think at the end of the day, no matter what you're pursuing, a partner is, is one of the best things you can have. Yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? Uh, not to cut you off. It also, it also like... <laughs> It, it comes down to boundaries, you know, like, because as a girl, they're going to be like, well, if you do shows, I don't want you giving attention to these girls and sleeping right. with these girls and flirting with these girls and giving out numbers, right? That might be a girl's perspective. But in return, as a guy or, or a girl, roles can be reversed. But, you know, as a perspective, like, you could say, well, in return, I will follow that. But I need you to understand that we're not always going to be able to lay around and watch Netflix. Like, yeah, yeah, this, exactly. this is this is a straight... Like I need five to six hours to myself every single day to yeah. build this empire. And then when I'm done, we can distress and do whatever it is that you want to do. But yeah. understand that like I am a business, I am a brand mm -hmm. and like you can be a part of that. I want you to be a part of that. But understand that I need to build this empire for the both of us. Yeah. So you need to understand that I need my time the same way that you need your time with us. Yeah. You know, you're in a relationship. No, I'm not. I'm oh, you're saying, not. Yeah. Okay. Are you pursuing to look for a relationship? That's why I'm like trying to figure out. Well, I'm not like I. I figure. I feel like if the right girl comes along, I'll know, and I don't want to do it just with anyone. But I feel like it could be good to have a relationship that way. I don't have because you know men have needs out here. It takes yeah. takes a lot of time, time and energy that I could be putting into other things. Let me ask you though: Do you is there a girl that you think? could be the one for you yes. right now. There is? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's what's up, man. I but see the a good thing, smile on your face, too. But the thing <laughs> is, um, I 
I I don't know. I I was hanging out with her, and then I felt like I was catching feelings too fast, and everything was too good, so I had to stop it. Mm. And now I'm like, fuck, what did I do that? So now I'm just like trying to decide if it's like actually worth pursuing something, or if it was just like lust. I don't know. It's hard to say. But you're still connected with her. Yeah. Does she? Do you know how she feels towards you about yeah, the, yeah. how you just described? Do you think she feels that way too? Yeah, I you think about she likes rushing it. it? Uh, or lust and all that stuff too. Well, see that—that's the thing. I we didn't talk enough. I just okay. like we there's things we didn't talk about. And, okay. Yeah, it's just like, how long? How long you've been kind of like you know? We literally only saw each other like twice, but it was just okay. like so like or not saw each other, but like we only hung out like for real for real, like twice. Okay. But it was just like, and it was just sex. We just had sex which was great, but it wasn't just that that was good. It was like the conversation, everything. I felt like I liked her. How long have you known her? How long have you known about each other? Uh, a few months. A few months, okay. Yeah. Have y'all dove into each other's past lives? and like A little bit. And like get we, to know each other? We like talked how, a lot. Why are you the way you are right now? Yeah, we talked We talked a lot about deep things, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Obviously, I'm. A, she's aware of your music, yeah. that you create music. Ha, have you had those conversations about your music with her? About like my future, just in general, yeah, just just in general, your music, yeah, sure, your future just has. Well, yeah, like about my what I do, but I not really about what it looked like, like my future. How would okay, yeah, that's a good point. You didn't talk about your future with her about music, whether it was you or her bringing it up, right? No. So I'm curious because it's like those are tell signs when you talk about that when you were like, yo, this is what I want to do, da da da. Her reactions and responses will be like a key. Yeah. be like okay is she really going to be someone that i could that could ride with me on this because yeah, yeah. like i said about the confidence and belief now i don't know what your day-to-day routine is with your music so as long as you have confidence and belief in yourself either her or somebody will attach to yeah. that belief as well no i think she would be very supportive actually that's like that's good that's like the good thing about it is i would love to have someone to support me and when i really think about it the main thing stopping me is i'm just scared to commit because i'm always like what if something better comes up that's oh. just like my deep down. So like whenever something good comes on that quick, I'm just like, oh, fuck. That sounds good. Someone, something better meaning someone else better? Uh, no, it's just how, it's just life in general. Yeah, I guess in that in that yeah, instance specifically. It's got a little messed I know up. You, I, know, I know what you mean, bro. I know, but it's, it's the truth. It's like, the truth. Deep but... down in my mind, I'm like, that's how I've always been. Even if I had a girlfriend, I'm like, do I really want to be dating this person? What if someone better comes along? You know? Okay. That's so just how my mindset is about life. Someone better, but like those, that someone better, what what would they have that's better? Would it be the, or what? That's, are, like, that's you, the thing. Better is only perceived in my mind. Cause like I make up this list of things like, oh, if this girl isn't this, this, and this, then she's mm-hmm. probably, but then when you think about it, this person isn't many of those things on my list but just the way i feel yeah sometimes her, better can be worse it's more about yeah it's more about the vibe i guess because like that that's pretty much it the only bad thing is the things i made up in my mind beforehand that a girl should be gotcha. for me that mm-hmm. she's not but it's not like she did anything bad to make me you've had past relationships yeah uh do you think that you're kind of you have like a wall up because of that um yeah, probably, because, like, they've always been the same way where, like, I kind of was like, oh, this doesn't feel like it's going to go anywhere, but the sex is great, so we just keep going for a while until somebody so until somebody has to get mm-hmm. hurt or something. Yeah. So this time I was like, 
I just stop it now before that happens. But no, I think it was different. <laughs> I don't know. This this girl you're pursuing, right? That like that you want to pursue. This is she the only one in the picture? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, and yeah. vice versa. Do you think you're the only man in her in her picture right now? Uh, it's hard to say, but <laughs> okay. probably. Okay. Probably. That's all right. That that is a big yeah. key. And then plus, like, do you believe in her and her lifestyle? I don't know what she does for her living or what she what she loves. Like, do you believe in her and what she's pursuing? Uh, that's the thing. She is a singer, but she said that she's going to pursue a career and then just do music as a hobby, which is fine with me because okay. I'm going to make all the money anyway, so I don't care. But, um, respect it. it. That is an interesting thing. Okay. Like, yeah, for a woman, I, I like a woman to be driven, but I think I'd rather just have a supportive woman who like, she might, her dream maybe is just to have a nice life and support a man you know that's i think that's the type of woman i'm looking for more than someone who's gonna have their own career because then that just like well i would say definitely a big thing is like making sure that your partner is in love with what they're doing and what they're pursuing true because that energy is going to translate to you very true you know yeah and if she's just i didn't even know she was a singer that so that music element's obviously yeah. naturally connected have yeah. y'all talked about creating music yeah yeah yeah, is that something that makes sense between y'all two? That are you guys both like on tune? Well, we have like totally different music tastes and styles. Okay, but like I send her my songs sometimes when I'm making them, and uh, she just she just like sings and plays guitar. But I've nice. told her I want to record her sometime. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so I don't know. That's a little bit about my personal life. No, I don't know, what's up, man. I don't I know if I'll sharing. keep that in there or not, but I might. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. I hope I hope she watches. So she, yeah, yeah. So she can understand. I was going to ask her if she watches because she knows, she now knows how you truly, truly. I know, that's the thing. Cause like, bro, none of those feelings are wrong. You're not wrong for feeling that way. Don't feel like you're wrong for feeling that way. And and you know what? If you feel like that is the sign or like that it's different, then it might be worth. Because what do you what do you actually have to lose? Exactly. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. The only thing you're gonna lose is is time that you give to her, but that comes down to how much time are you willing to give to her over what it is that you got going on, you yeah. know? Yeah. And that I just mean, comes down to boundaries and balance once again. Yeah. Music is something that you want to make your full time living. Yeah. That's right. So let me ask you, truthfully speaking, how much time do you think you spend? How much effort and like concentration of focus do you put into music? I can see with the podcast, with um, the music and the DJ, and I can see it on shows and stuff. Yeah. I don't know your free time when you're off camera and you're by yourself. How much time are you putting in? It depends on the day and what I got going on. Like, okay. But lately I've been grinding pretty hard, just like trying to take the opportunities that I have and make the most of them. And let, right now I'm focusing more on podcasting than anything else and the show's coming up. But yeah, it's all like tied together. Like I feel like if I focus on this podcast, for a while and get it like really solid get that going and then that'll be a good thing to always have like i can come back to it once a week but if i really put a lot of work into now build it up build it up a little bit and then music that like i make beats all the time but that's about it right now i'm just trying to Mm -hmm. just not even sure exactly like i know i want to be a dj but as far as like making music i'm not exactly sure where i want to take that like Mm -hmm. i like making music but I don't know, like, I kind of want to now, like, make a beat for somebody rather than just make a beat to make a beat. Because gotcha. for a, a long time, I made a bunch of beats just so I could get good at making beats. But now it's coming to the point where I, like, take more time with a song and I try to actually make something real. 
Gotcha. So yeah, I'm not even sure where all that's going with that yet, but um, yeah, yeah, like specific. Well, specifically, I feel you, but generally, I believe in you. I know you're going to appreciate that. Appreciate because that. you have so many. Like you're 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 multifaceted. You're 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 valuable. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, that, exactly. and I agree. I, I I will succeed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, let's get back on to the interview here with my lovely guests. We've been <laughs> talking about myself for no, the past you're fifteen good. minutes. You're chilling. Um. What is a dream music collaboration that has like something that you think could happen within the next five years? Oh, five years. Okay. Uh, Travis Barker Travis for me. Barker, yeah. For me, dream collab overall. I don't know if it'll happen. If well, you know what? I'm gonna shoot out on a limb. It's going to happen in five years. Drake, Drake, or, or Justin Bieber. Two great collabs. Both of, both of those would be crazy. Yeah, all or, three of those would be crazy. Yeah. But one of them will happen probably sooner. Yeah. just because connections. Drake do does speed on stuff for young artists. So yes. if he if he likes you, he'll put you on. Yes. Yeah. What about you? A super genuine uh, dream collab I have is to genuinely uh, be able to take up and coming artists that are whether in the local area, mainly local area, because I'm real big. Like I put my heart where I'm where I live at in York, Pennsylvania. You feel me? Yeah. So like a real genuine dream collab I have is to take any artist that's up and coming, whether they're already you know solidified, da da da, whatever, and just have a, a compilation album and continuously do that. But at least one of those solid yeah. compilation albums. That's like a super dream of mine to bring people together and collab like that. Absolutely. We're talking like on a famous tip. Honestly, I'll say this first: uh, Nicki Minaj, Ice Spice, Lotto, and Bia. That's like my my Mount Rushmore female oh, artists word. right now, female rappers. And as far as other artists besides that, uh, male artists, famous wise, I would say like Lil Wayne, Drake, Russ, Eminem. Yeah, yeah, those are great collabs. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to click on play and see what you guys came up with. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, what were you guys like as kids? Did you know each other in school at all? We knew each other um, high school. Did you play sports? Were you skater kids? What was your thing in school? Well, to go think, well, the thing, hold on real quick. Yeah. We knew that we existed, right? Okay. But we didn't like always hang out. Maybe we talked once or twice. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah we was on the same bus. We, we were on lived the same right bus, around yeah. the corner from each other, yeah. but it was never like a, yo, let's chill. Yeah, we, we were never... just always friends with mutual friends. Yeah, yeah. And, right, right. Um, we didn't start clicking until 2020. 2020. Okay. Yep. I hit up 07 Scythe. I found him on socials. Found out, saw he made music because I was I was in the beginning stages of making music yep. at that time. Yeah. I was like, bet. And it just so happens that Syph and Zach were already cool. Yeah, I known Syph since I was in sixth grade. Yep. So it was kind of like God or whatever you believe in. I believe in God. Uh, he already had it already, you know, pressed in stone, and For it real. was just a matter of what time that all of us would come yeah. together yeah. and you know meet each other and bring purpose to each other's lives. So yeah, um, yeah. I just I reached out to Syph twenty nineteen. And then I reached out to him in 2020 on social, and then I, and then it just yeah it just went from there. We just yeah. linked up, and then we've been cool ever like literally ever since. Like we've been locked in. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And then as far as you talking about as a kid, yeah. I mean, um, were you into music? Like, were you, you making music? Like, I, feel like I guess like, like middle school, high school, yeah, middle school, school high school, like school school era. I don't know. Man, I mean, no, I wasn't. I wasn't personally into making music. Yeah. Then. My favorite thing to do was literally play video games video and games, just hang yeah. out with my friends. And I liked basketball. That was like my favorite sport. To play. Yeah, yeah. I didn't start making. I didn't start like thinking about music until I was like. 14, 15, I remember being at my job, like writing in my rap, raps in my notes or like yeah. on my piece of paper, but I never thought I would actually going to be an artist. What gave you like the confidence enough to even be able to, like when you've, 
first had the idea like, oh, maybe I could write songs. Like, where'd that come from? Um, did you see, did you hear like Lil Wayne? You're like, shit, maybe I could do that. Well, I, mean, well not, I don't know if it was exact that exact thought. I mean, yeah, I don't just, know. I mean, I guess well, it was just. Was it maybe well, a friend? Like for me, it was like my brother started doing music before me. So it showed me that it's possible for someone to do that and put themselves out there like so, that. I don't know exactly what it was that made me say, hey, maybe you should start writing rhymes. Yeah. I don't know. You just did it. I just did it because yeah. whatever. I just did yeah. it. And I just, I loved it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I liked playing with words. I like, you know, just doing that. Yeah. And then I do remember, um, I think I was like a sophomore or something like that. There's a guy from Suburban School District, I believe. His his rap name is Automatic. Mm -hmm. And he made music. He was already like making music at that time, an artist and all that. And he was somebody I listened to at the time. And he was somebody who I did look at like, yo, that's dope. He's making music and, and da da da. So I would listen to him. So I caught inspiration from him yeah. at like at the early stage of me, like, you know, writing rhymes and stuff yeah. like that. So he was one of the first ones that, yeah, I, I, I was aware of, of making music. Word. What about you? What were you like in high school, middle school? I'm going to go lower than that. Yeah. I'm, um, grade school, grade starting school. in second grade, I, I was a skater kid. Word. <laughs> I was a skater kid and uh, graffiti. Not graffiti, because I was like, I was just always told I was illegal. And oh, as okay. a kid, I was yeah. just like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. Uh, yeah. But uh, I definitely skated every single day. I taught, self-taught how to skate. And then um, when I hit third grade, or it might have been second grade, one of the two, I started, I, I was a band kid, played the drums. I played the drums for four or five years, snare drum. And then during that four or five years, I got so interested in music that I taught myself how to play the guitar. Mm. And then, um, then I started to teach myself how to sing. And by the time I hit my freshman year, I saw that Justin Bieber had got noticed by Usher on YouTube. So then I was like, okay, I got a camera, I got a computer, I can make a YouTube account. So, so what I did, I started singing my favorite songs and, um, that's pretty much me. Yeah. And then you were the music kid after that. Yeah. But then, you know, going back to our insecurities, we were talking about earlier in this podcast, I had some kids from my grade find my YouTube channel and they were like, yo, this is trash. You know, do negative things to yourself that I'm not going to say on this podcast. Yeah. And um, I was just, I let it get inside my head as a 13 year old. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I'm never going to be able to be good enough to make music. And then I just stopped. And then, you know, I had a teacher, an English teacher in my junior year. I'll write poems because that was our assignment. I would write them on spot. And she she is kind of the one that woke me up and was like, you could be a writer or a, or a music artist, the way that you write words and the way that you structure them. She was mm. like, you, you have a natural given artistic talent. And I don't know, I, I'm not sure who told you in life that you wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. And that kind of like woke me up and I was just like, all right, yeah, I'm going to resume on my dreams of what i actually really wanted to do so that's where i am now oh yeah and uh note takeaway from that always speak positivity into people because you never know how it's going to affect them it truly truly that's... those words in that sentence and that whole interaction sticks with me yeah. and it will stick with me for my entire life because not only her but i used to i was super bad in school because yeah. i just never cared about school and i was friends with these kids and when i was in high school and um I was always in ISS and there was a teacher whose job was to watch over the ISS kids. And she said something to me that 
changed my life forever. She said, I'll see you in here every day. Who are you friends with? I told her who I was friends with. And she was like, she was like, give it, give it by the age of 21. You're going to be dead or in jail. Mm. And I said, I said, no, I'm not. I laughed at her just being a smart ass. I was like, no, I'm not. I was like, you don't know me. And just being a smart ass to her or whatever. And she was like, no, nah, it doesn't matter if I know you because I know who you hang out with. And all it's going to take is for you to be in the right place at the wrong time. And that's all it's going to take. Yeah. And crazy thing is, is when she said that to me, it impacted me enough to be like, okay, I'm not going to be friends with these kids anymore. Wasn't friends with them. Three months later, they all got arrested. Damn. Yep. Yeah. Changed my life. That's, I that's wish incredible. I could. I'm, one day I'm going to find all these teachers that said something to me that stuck with me. And I'm just going to thank them because now that I am a mature adult, I know who I am and I know what I want. I just want to thank them for for impacting me the way they did and saying the words they did mm-hmm. to me because I needed somebody with wisdom to tell me those things. Yeah, that's powerful. And the fact that they were able to speak to you in a way that it connected and not just like, because, you know, sometimes kids can view words from adults as them yes. just trying to tell them they're wrong. But the if if an adult can speak to you in a way that it really resonates with you and actually impacts your life, that's that's what we need more of from teachers is that kind because like that's more important than the learning math is like instilling good values and confidence in a kid as they're growing up. Yes. And I feel like, you know, what those teachers did for me is what being a teacher is all about. Yeah, absolutely. Because like kids aren't going to like, and and the truth is, and if you want to be a teacher, that's great. I respect it. It's a lot of hard work. I'm not saying it isn't, but the truth of the matter is, is that most kids that go to school, they're not going to remember what you're teaching them. They're mm-hmm. going to remember how the certain things you said to them, how you greeted yourself and the advice that you gave them in life. That's what's going to stick with them. The rest of the stuff, they don't care to hear it. They don't, they don't care. They just want to get good grades, go home, go to college, get a good job, make money, live life. They don't really care about what two plus two is, or, you know, the X, Y squared equals, you know, they don't care about that stuff. They care about, okay, this person said this to me. Yep. This will impact me 20 years from now, 40 years from now, until my deathbed. And then I can tell my grandkids this, and this will impact them. Do you know what I mean? I feel like that's what being a teacher is about. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you have something? Yeah, man. um, It's funny, man. Two prominent moments when I was in sixth grade, one seventh grade, that made me change my whole perspective about school. Yeah. Was I remember in sixth grade, we had a class project. Everybody had to do their own thing, like how to teach, how to do something. Like, uh, for example, mine was teaching the colors, how to translate to Spanish. And some other girl had to teach, teach how to properly run as a sprinter, stuff like that. Everybody had to present it. I remember I put so much work and effort and time into putting this thing together and doing and presenting it. And then when I presented it on the day, right, it seemed like literally nobody cared at all. And it was just nothing. And then a day passed and then whatever. And then that made me realize like, damn, like what was even the point? Like at that, like I felt like it was so not, it didn't make any sense. And that changed my mind on school. Like what is even the point of school? Like what is going on here? Like this, like I put so much effort in this. Nobody even cares. And then like seventh grade, another thing happened where it was like a workshop class, whatever. We were putting this little bridge together, like out of little wooden sticks and stuff. You remember? remember (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then I remember um, it was like uh, that class, we had like multiple different projects throughout that time frame, right? And the first project was putting bridges, the bridge together. And that we had to be done that within a certain amount of weeks and then move on to the next project or whatever. I was like behind on putting my bridge together compared to other people. And the teacher was like kind of low-key spazzing out on me the one day. And I, I got mad. I felt like flustered and emotional about it. 
And that made me realize, like, because at first he was, like, all cool and happy with the class, you know, every day, whatever. And then it got to the point where it was crunch time and he got, like, all, like, spazzing out on me. And I'm like, it made me realize, like, those two things looking back made me realize, like, yo, that stuff right there made me not like school. Those two things, like, subconsciously in the moment, I didn't realize it until later. I look back, but like those, that type of stuff right there made me not fuck with school. Yo, I'm glad you brought up the bridge thing because that's the thing that sticks in my mind, but a little bit different because like you build this bridge out of like these very, very fragile, soft sticks. And then the point of it is, is that you're supposed to build the bridge and then in the middle of it, you add like weight to it and you see if it can hold or not because we're learning how bridges work in real life. And I remember I spent so much time on this bridge and I was, I was like, hey, it's going to stand, it's going to stand. And and then like it put he put weight on it and then it literally just broke and then like everything that I put into it was just like gone and then it made me realize I'm like okay no matter how much time you put into something it still might not be good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a life lesson that I learned off of what you just that that brought that up. In I my love mind. all the lessons around bridges. Just as you guys were talking, I was thinking of like things that mm-hmm. life lessons. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, were you were you in the same class building that bridge that day? I don't nice. think we were in the same. Probably the same teachers, same class, maybe, but yeah. not the same exact uh, grade. Time. Yeah, not yeah, same grade. He was one grade above me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's. See. You were. You said you are starting to film. Are you filming like music videos? And Correct. Shit? Yeah, oh, yeah music videos. Like... Yep. I just picked up a Sony ZV-1F, I believe it's called, yeah. uh, camera. Yeah, I'm just I'm getting into videography. That's something I, I always wanted to get into. And I was and I, I filmed myself when I said I was dropping a song a week yeah. for however long. I filmed myself on my phone, just like low quality, whatever, just simple, real basic videos. Yeah. Um, but I always wanted to have the idea, just the general idea of having a visual. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't just want to put audio out. For sure. Um, but now I like the idea of being a videographer because one, I get to collab because most people don't really like to collab on songs. Understandable, mm-hmm. cool, whatever. But now it's like, okay, this is a new way to collab. Yeah. One, two, it's a new way to be creative. And three, it's like it's in- income as yeah, well. for sure. You know what I'm saying? That's sick. In other boxes, I'm sure it checks off. But yeah, I definitely am having fun with that. I, I filmed video for him i filmed a video for siphon i we have a collab song and then i filmed for my homie uh jay lynn filmed a solo song for him as well yeah yeah and then i got solo stuff like my own solo music that i'm yeah. working on or, yeah that's cool i i love uh, messing around with video and stuff too yeah 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 right now i'm i'm just i'm editing on cap cut right now which is a super simple uh software to use i love it um but like I'm, I'm real excited and like yeah. curious to see like where it could take Absolutely. me because this is something I want to continue to do. Yeah, I, I want to like be able to however long like for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Still continue to be. I want to go and I want to be able to create a full movie for sure. Like I want to direct. I want to write a movie, direct. Like I, I love the idea of just creating scenes yeah. and creating scripts or having characters and like stuff like that. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's a powerful I, thing. It's a, like yeah. a great way to express something. Yeah, out of you, just like put it on. Yeah, yeah. Film. I would love to be able to put a whole like movie together and like pick Word. certain people to act certain roles and like what to do and how the environment is, all the scripts. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that'd be For awesome. Sure. And you have a couple music videos out with your songs, right? What's yes. What's been your favorite one you've done so far? Kind mm. of think which ones I have out. Yeah, is that something you've put a lot of time into, or do you just kind of? So at first, I was kind of just paying people to do it. Um... Cause like I, I was just trying to ma- learn how to master my like master the craft of making music and yeah. mixing it. Um, 
my favorite one that I probably did, I did it myself and I just had like my uh, Morse code help me like with the lighting because yeah. I wasn't able to move the lighting behind. But like as far as like camera work, it was all myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was machine. Yeah. And then I went home and edited it all myself. Everything that I that's in that video was all my ideas and work. Um, yeah, that's probably my my favorite music video and song that I shot a video for. Yeah. When you guys are making a song, do you think of the video while you're making a song or do you just does that come later? No, nah, mine comes later. Yeah. He yeah. said it does for you. Yeah, it definitely does. I definitely picture Yeah. I definitely picture. What I'd like to picture is um and Ronnie said this on your show. Yeah, he's very visual like that too. Uh visualizing what it would be like to perform the song yeah. while you're making the song. Yeah. That's something I didn't always do until like maybe like uh, I don't know, maybe within this past year, I would look up videos like uh, if you go on YouTube and type in like the most lit concerts, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. The most hype concert. And it's it'd be a compilation of like the most lit artists performing. Yeah. And that right there gives me chills every time I watch that. Yeah. I watch it, I get chills. I'm like, yo, yeah, that's I love amazing. that. And so I took that idea and thinking like, okay, what if I wrote songs that because I would study the songs they were performing because they're not just performing any song that's getting that whole crowd like lit. It's like it's it's reasons why these exactly. the crowds lit because these songs are hitting certain ways. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, let me write songs in the perspective of I'm already performing it. Yeah. Like with the crowd in front of me, let me write sure. the song like that. You feel me? Yeah, feel that. Fuck yeah. Um, what what are some things that you're excited about in the next year? Coming up for Exposed Toxic and music and all that? Hmm. I'm excited for this project I'm dropping. Um, I truly believe that one of these songs, if not multiple, and it might be something I already previewed or you know I already have out, but I feel like things are about to heat up. Is this going to be a full album of songs picked out from the one of days? It's not going to be a full song, like a full album right, of that. But like, but like there will be EP. bits and pieces in there. I want it to be like, like I just want it to be like, uh, I want it to be multiple things. I want it to be like a diary for myself and for others. I want it to be, um, you know, a trip down memory lane for myself and for possibly others. Yeah. I want it to be, you know, a feel good, but also, you know, hit it with the vibe of like, I'm in my bag. I just really want to make a piece of art that feels like, Okay, yeah. this is beginning down. You're proud of the whole project. Exactly. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And and I was like that with my most recent album of Am I All Right? Yeah. But like I just every yeah. album has always topped itself. And I want yeah. this to feel like it is a debut like sure. album that hits the charts. And I do believe it will hit the chart. I don't know if it'll hit top ten. I will shoot for top ten, but I know it's gonna hit top fifty because I'm uh, the way okay. that I like the plans and the ideas that I have as far as marketing myself yeah. are things that I haven't even told anybody or haven't even like thought about how mm-hmm. I would you know execute it. But Knowing myself, I'm gonna figure it out very yeah. quickly, and you it's got, gonna happen. You got all the information. It's just about putting in the work after. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. What about you? What are you excited for coming up with your career next uh, in the coming year? Because we're all coming down to the end of one year and starting a new one soon. So I'm excited to yeah. get into the videography world. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to create more beats. Yeah. I'm excited to create more music because I feel like I'm getting better as an artist with my deliveries. Yeah, and also um, with my. Uh, substance content mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying being more vulnerable and knowing and you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. creating stuff that's more relatable yep that's so i'm getting important. better with that and understanding and being aware of that stuff yep. and and also being more versatile mm-hmm. 
like I'm being, I'm just getting better with being more versatile. So I'm, I'm super excited to push out more content. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited to see what you guys come up with. Yeah. I'm excited to do more shows too. Yeah. Something about doing shows. It's like, it's like an adrenaline rush. Cause it's like, it's like you start off so nervous and you're like, are people going to love it? Are people going to yeah. boo me? Am I going to get booed off the stage? Are people going to, you know, walk away from me or whatever? And then once you're at once, like you hear like, your name being chanted or like you know it's your time and you hear your song you're like well yeah i don't know about y'all but i like blackout for like a split second i'm like it's go time and um i'm just looking forward to performing more and meeting the real fans something about meeting the real fans and like hearing their story and how my music impacts them that that's what it's all about for me i just love meeting the new people and seeing what songs they think resonate with themselves and um I just love hearing their stories and how they can make my story their story. Oh yeah. You guys have any uh, colla- songs c- together coming up that you are yes. aware of? Yeah, yeah, we got some songs. We we're not going to announce anything, but we got something just in the tuck for 2024. Yeah. That's what we were, that's literally right before we left here. That's what he was just just uh you know what I'm saying? Working, working on, on some shit. Finalizing yeah. some details. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah, with 2024 we definitely have a whole lot of music. Whole lot All of music I can tell you is I'm working on a pro- solo project right now. I'm going to have some features from some cool, dope artists. Don't know who those artists yet are because I haven't mapped that all out yet. But I can tell you, I got an, it's not going to be one project. Only one project is going to only be two projects. It's not going to only be three projects. I'm coming at it. 2024 is going to be the project year. Fuck yeah. People are going to be grinding. Shit's going to be coming out. I yes. like that. Absolutely. Project year. Yeah. Yeah, and I have shows coming up 16th with these guys yes, and sir. then 22nd with my other friends. Um, both of them are going to be a great time. I hope to do a bunch more of those next year. Yes. Do it, throwing shows is something I like doing and I used to do back in the day, but it's time to get back onto that. So mm-hmm. Yes. I have a whole bunch of artist friends I know now, so that won't be a problem. Yeah, appreciate get you, that man, shit having going. us on the show. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited for it. Love it. I love, I love, I love what you're doing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, thanks for coming on the pod with me guys it was great having you um make sure you all go check out their socials check out their music and stay in touch with what they got going on yes sir and know it here now i'm gonna speak it for amos 2024 this podcast is gonna change his life it's gonna blow up i already got the celsius and happy dad ready to go yeah they can call me at any time (laughs) yeah we out here no boys sponsor him but yeah jake paul (laughs) sponsor him what are you doing i know you got a fight coming up but bro sponsor him at this point it's my job to put in the work and then when the time is right it'll come yes but i'm ready i'm excited yes but yeah it's great having you guys um go out there and kill it yes thanks man appreciate it talk yeah